Welcome to another episode of Breaking Through with Elena. That's me. And this is the podcast that celebrates women in the entertainment industry and tells their stories of how they broke through in their field. It's also a platform to discuss the elephant in the room. Why aren't women played more on country radio? Now, first off, I want to thank everybody for the positive feedback from last week's episode with my coworkers, Sammy, Nikita, and TJ. We were hoping people would like it, but we were overwhelmed with the support and kind words from you guys. So thank you, thank you, Thank you. I'll definitely be bringing more episodes like that one to the table. They're just super fun, too. I mean, all of them are, but that one involved wine. So, yeah. While we weren't having wine during this week's chat, it is with a woman that knows a thing or two about her drinks. Superstar Miranda Lambert. This is another artist that I always get asked to feature on the show. And on a cold October morning, it finally happened. I'm going to stop talking and just get right to it. Here's Breaking Through with Miranda Lambert. Well, if you've been listening to this podcast for even just a few episodes, it's probably no secret that you understand it's all about supporting women and putting highlights on women in country music and celebrating sisterhood and just, you know, celebrating the victory, small or big. And something that I think is so important is having allies in that whole not fight, but for lack of a better word, the whole fight of putting women more in the forefront in country music. And one person that has done that probably more than anybody that I have been around is Miranda Lambert, who is my guest this week. And Randa, thank you so much Hi, for being here. You. And that is something that's just, it's so important. And I try to really talk about a lot is the fact that, you know, this problem that we have been dealing with for the past couple of years, the only way to really approach it is to just talk about it and support each other and not pit each other against each other. So mm-hmm. everything that you've done, I look up to very much. And I just want to start by telling you that. Well, thank you. But uh, let's also start with Wild Card because this album, it just came out a couple weeks ago or actually it just came out because this will be posted when uh, album release weekend. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So Miranda, this compared to Weighted this, These Wings, like... I just thought it was such a different vibe, maybe a, like lighter, I might say. Would what would you how would you describe the difference between this and Weight of These Wings? I think Weight of These Wings was very I really dove into being a singer-songwriter and to really deep emotions. Um and that was perfect for the time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I really got to to use it as therapy, but then you know, now coming out of almost four years later, I'm like ready to have fun. And mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just what your life goes through ebbs and flows. And so having the freedom to use my art for, to reflect wherever I am in life is really, is really a blessing. And yeah. this record has a lot of fun on it. Yeah. I mean, pretty bitchin' is kind of like a, that encapsulates that whole thing because yeah, yeah you get to just have fun and like enjoy like the little things that have brought you to this point in your life. Exactly. Right? And it's, you know, not taking yourself too seriously. Like I used to take everything pretty serious. Yeah. I take my job very seriously, but I also want to be able to like make fun of myself and, yeah. pretty, and, and all the press and all the weird stuff that happens tabloids. It's like, you know, I used to let it affect me a lot more than I do now. Yeah. Well, how do you get to that point? Because I think a lot of us would like to be able to say authentically that, you know, we don't take anything seriously, but I think you actually live that. So how do you get to a point like that? Because it, I think it's it's quite the journey to get there, right? It is. I think it's being comfortable with yourself. And also, I think when you go through pain, it mm-hmm. changes you and it kind of puts things in perspective. And you also realize that you're fine. I mean, it hurts at the moment, but you're going to be fine. And I feel like once you come out of that, you sort of take a breath and go, all right, we're cool. Everything's good. I lived. Yeah. (laughs) Was there a moment that you really realized like, oh, 
damn, I'm I'm good. I'm okay. I'm you know I'm here. I'm ready to do wild card. Yeah, I think, and I think the art helps. I mean, I truly think the music takes me on it. I don't know if it's life imitating art or art imitating life, but mm-hmm. even starting to write for this record, like I could tell that I was in more of a white trash mood than mm-hmm. a tin man mood. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's a good place to be. It's way cheaper than therapy though, too. Yeah, huh? It works. <laughs> and then it? I can like, and it's kind of like putting it out there. I mean, I've made a career on being brutally honest mm-hmm. with my fans. And I think that's why they stick with me. It's like, and I just honest about the bad stuff too. And yeah, stuff that hurts and we're all going through it. You know, yeah. might as well know that you're not alone. I know there are a lot of aspiring artists that listen to this podcast. And I think that that is something that's so important is authenticity and something that I think a lot of artists wish that they had, but don't really know how to grasp that because you have a difficult time. I think just as human beings, right? Like trying to be yourself and we all are so nervous about like what other people think of us and it's really hard to get out of that space. So, I mean, having somebody to look up to like you is I think so important for girls, for boys, for everybody that's really just listening to country music. Well, I just think that there's the only way to be is authentic. I mean, And that's my best advice to new artists, especially is like, you can't sway in who you are. People Mm -hmm. can see straight through that and it doesn't last. It would be fleeting. And that's not a career. That's not, you got to be able to sleep at night and know that you're doing the right thing for you, even if it's the long road, you know? And so I feel like I'm really lucky that I've been able to kind of always be true to who I am and and people and it actually worked. Yeah. You know? Did it have to be that way from the beginning in order to make it work? I, it did. I mean, my, that was my mom's advice my whole life. Like, know who you are and stick with it. And so, especially when you sign as a blonde 19-year-old, yeah. like, first off, I'm putting my foot down. I'm like, these are the songs I write. This is how I dress. I'm not going to do anything else. This mm-hmm. is it where I don't belong here. And that was, I mean, it was looking back, I can't believe I was that brave to just march in and say that to like a label yeah. about to change my life. But I think that they respected it and I respected my, you know, my position enough to really take it seriously and mm-hmm. try to make the best music I could. And, you know, it wasn't always the easiest road. I mean, I could have definitely changed some things and probably had, a, you know, a hit sooner, but it wouldn't have been me. Exactly. Well, and one of the things that I, I recently saw you here in Nashville, you had this really cool show at the exit in and it was so exciting to be there. Me and my friend Sammy over here, we were up like dancing in the front row the whole time and just loving it, having a great time. But one thing that you said that really stuck out to me was, uh, how you are not afraid to adjust to how this uh, this whole industry is changing. And you were like so honest about the way that you're like, I'm not sure I get it yet, but like I'm figuring it out and I'm not afraid to like, you know, go along with it. So what has that been like for you to kind of adjust to the new way music is being ingested and and put out and everything? It's just, I, I'm honestly trusting the people that do it every day yeah. and I'm asking a lot of questions and I'm not being too precious. Like it used to be so precious with our songs, like one or two singles and the rest of it, you have to wait to go buy the CD at mm-hmm. Hastings or whatever yeah. <laughs> like back in the day. And now, but in a, in a good front is like now six of my songs are out and like Bluebird may never have had a chance to be heard if mm-hmm. it was just based on the old way. So I think it's all, I think the country music audience is still, they still listen to the radio and they still buy physical copies, but the younger generations are finding it all kinds of ways. And so, however, 
I can be heard, I, that's great with me. So know? is it so fun to be able to now go out on the road? You're on the Roadside Bars and Pink Guitar Store right now and be able to see songs that you haven't even put out on a record yet be sung back to you? Yeah, it's like tequila does get such a huge reaction. And blue, all these girls are singing to Bluebird and Pretty Bitchin'. Mm -hmm. and, and All Comes Out in the Wash is the single. So it's it's actually helping me process it because I'm seeing physically seeing it. Right. From the stage and i have a front row seat to know if i have a hit or not <laughs> like mm -hmm. if it ain't working i feel it you oh know that I mean? is nice to be able to have that immediate reaction yeah you know and so it's it's cool and interesting and i'm you know i'm like hoping to whatever the times but you know i used to like be like if i'd wear something tight or yeah. show a little cleavage go oh, i'm trying to sell records as a joke and now i'm yeah. like i'm trying to get streams <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and sell records the world is a change yeah, it whatever is whatever it is i just want y'all to have it <laughs> Just be happy. Yeah. Everyone just be happy. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this tour while we're on it right now, because it was already so exciting when it was first kicking off and you did that cover with all of the people that were on the tour. Just it was incredible and made everybody so excited for this. But Miranda, I mean, a lot of times, uh, you know, Carrie Underwood, you, you both are obviously on an all female tour, but I've loved the way that you guys have done it in in the fact that it hasn't been like, look, it's all female. It was just like, here's a tour with kick-ass openers, with kick-ass, you know, supporting. And and I think that it's so important to be said that way. Is it important to you that it's not highlighting, oh, it's all girls? No, but it does make me proud. Mm -hmm. And I do say it on stage every night, like, because people are there, people bought tickets. And I'm always like, by the way, this is an all-female tour, just to point that out. But I, you don't have to point it out because the reason I put the tour together was not because of gender it was because of what was inspiring me the most it mm -hmm. just happened to be girls yeah you know and, and this is a time that there is so much great talent out there and and we cannot be saying that you know that it's just it's just not there that's why guys are being played more like you and carrie are being such amazing ambassadors for showing the world what just they're missing and what they might not be able to see because they're not put out on a different platform like radio so i mean it, it's just it's so important to be that kind of ambassador and yeah it yeah. really is and also just for more than that behind the scenes it's when i was coming up i didn't have a female yeah. mentor i went on tour with all guys mm -hmm. and that was amazing i learned so much and was am am and still it was then a fan of everybody i mean it, i started on keith urban in 2005 and then dirks and brad paisley and toby keith and george Strait and kenny chesney and i learned so much but i didn't have like a girl to call and go, this is happening, this is how I feel, or this happened, or something inappropriate, or how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping to be that for these younger generation of female artists. We certainly need but that. The next is all guys, I love them too. <laughs> That's right, yeah, you got, got the Lane next one. and Cody Johnson, and a couple of select dates I have, Parker McCollum and Randy Rogers, so. And Cody Johnson, man, we gonna get some Texas vibes up on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exciting. How, why did you decide to choose them? Just, I, I think Lanco's really cool, and mm -hmm. they're like, there's live shows. I saw them in Canada, we did a festival together last summer, and I was like, man, their live show's so energetic, and yeah. I also like to bring people out that I wanna watch that will make me bring my A game, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't walk on stage after L King and not try really hard. <laughs> like, exactly. You just gotta go do it. And yeah. so, but these guys are, and also Cody's really country, and I just yeah. think, I'm, I'm a Texas girl through and through, and I love a steel guitar, so I'm excited to hear just Texas country music every night. Yeah, do you get to go back to Texas a lot? I do, I, I'm back a lot, and I, my family comes to see me a lot. Um, but I start to get, like right now I have it, like I start to get this, 
like buzz i need to go home and like mm. go to austin and drink some lone star light like it just starts you know how home is sometimes oh, yeah. it draws you especially every night singing tequila does i'm like i gotta get to texas <laughs> have a hankering to go down there. <laughs> you need to be right by Juarez. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So how does your family keep up with you at this point? Like, do they do they actually get to come out quite a bit? Yeah, they came out to a show in Louisiana a couple weekends ago. Um, but they, I'm on a family group text and my mom's been like, and my little brother, which my little brother, like, he doesn't really listen to country, but he's involved in um, the business side of what we do with mm. my website and our merch. Oh, yeah, yeah. My family does my merch. We're a family operation. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's really cool. We have a winery. It's a family business. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he and my mom and my friend that's like my sister, April, are on a group text with our whole family that's like, the other day, my mom's like, you should start Googling yourself because these reviews are so good. And she's like sending me reviews oh. from the tour. And I was like... I'm not going to Google myself. Last <laughs> time I did that, I got scared. Yes, <laughs> so, exactly. But it's sweet because they're very supportive and like, I guess letting me know that what I'm doing out there is people are having good feedback. What know? do you think they're most proud of you for? I think they're probably most proud that I really haven't changed Yeah, at all. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe I've learned a lot more and I'm not as naive or like crazy, wild, like, you know, like you are in your 20s. Yeah. But I feel like they're all the people at home would say I'm pretty much the same as I was when I left. Yeah, that's that's a bold statement because I feel like me uh, and I wish it wasn't this way. But at the same time, I think that it's good for me. But, you know, like I always say when I first moved to Nashville, I do not even know that girl like uh, me right now. Like, I don't even know her like that. Like I've been through so much and changed so much personality wise and changed so much confidence wise and everything. Like I was so meek and everything. Do you feel like you would mostly know your 19 year old self? Yeah, I would probably tell her to calm down a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna work. But I also am glad that I had that fire. Like, yeah, just full on Scorpio personality. I was like, take no prisoners and blazing through it. And so, but I really haven't. I've calmed down and I've learned so much about life and myself. I guess that's how I've changed the most. Is I used to get energy from the noise and the travel and all the people. Yeah, around just almost as tired as you were, you got more energy from keep going Mm -hmm. but now I'm like I recharge so much in silent moments and on my horse's back and sitting around a fire pickling something yeah canning like I'm while your husband's frying chicken chicken. yeah Yeah. I'm in that place where I'm okay with quiet time with myself and that's a journey to get to for sure oh yeah it it takes a lot and and is there something that you feel like really got you started on that journey to kind of calming down I do I think um I think going through hard stuff because mm-hmm. you don't have a choice but to reflect and figure out how to survive it in a healthy way. And, you know, there was some there was some ugly lights nights. There was some oh, yeah. bar mm-hmm. like it's out till the ugly lights come on times to get through some of it. But most of it, I found that I got to know myself a little better and trusted my gut and my foundation to navigate being a woman and all the things that comes with, especially yeah. in the public eye. Oh, yeah. So my journey really to get there, I think started in like 2015 and now I'm in such a good space. That is such an interesting like added layer to figuring out who you are when you're constantly being talked about by people that don't even know you. Yeah, and then it's also not real. Right, <laughs> like it's not yeah. True. yeah. You know what I mean? And so then you just can't believe the lies because they're you know they're lies, but it still doesn't feel good. Right. Well, and and that's what I always wonder, like, you know, because I'll never know that world. Like, I don't I don't know it. But, um, you know, it it seems like it's so hurtful. Like, yeah, you can know that it's not true. But also, like, 
it it's got to be hurtful to like even have people make something up like that like how like how would you even deal with that mentally like that i really i'm impressed that you know people can get through that well it's at first it's kind of jarring especially yeah. if you just wanted to be a country singer and then all of a sudden there's tabloids i didn't even know what that was right like, at all <laughs> yeah. like, um but then now i'm like in the pretty bitchin space where i'm like a funny i learned so much about myself at the kroger right. checkout like, <laughs> yes. like oh look hun i'm pregnant with aliens again this is great <laughs> and that's probably a headline you've read <laughs> but you know what I've, I've, now i've like come to terms with like if they're talking about me then i then i must matter so that right that's helpful at least that's <laughs> like, it. by the way i'm a songwriter yeah. you guys want to hear my music <laughs> <laughs> well is that really hard though that like when people want to talk because i mean fame is such an interesting thing i was talking with a friend the other day who's an aspiring artist and we were talking about like well what's your ultimate goal like what is it to do stadiums is it to do whatever you know is do you feel like you want to be famous and they're like uh i mean i guess and we're but and they're like i don't think i'm built for fame though and we were like i don't think anybody's built for fame do you think but, anybody's actually built for that kind of stuff well i don't think if you asked like kids 20 years ago what you want to be when you grow up they would have said famous they would have said something they would have said an astronaut or a singer or a plumber or a teacher and mm -hmm. now they want to be famous that's not a thing like an instagram it's model is an actual to be <laughs> yeah exactly so it's just interesting to, i never i didn't ever think about the fame part i yeah. wanted to be a country singer and right. i am and i'm thankful that whatever all that part is gets the word out about my music you mm -hmm. know? and little kids right now i i'm interested in what you think about this because uh carrie underwood had come through this podcast and one thing that she had said about like the current state of country music was the fact that she doesn't know what to tell little girls that want to be country music stars and this is this is about a year ago so i think things have kind of started really shifting um but she was like i i don't want to lie to them and be like yeah you can do it because you know there's room for everybody what would you say about a state like that i agree with her i yeah. mean i'd like to say i say all the time there's room for all of us but there's not yeah there's not i mean carrie and i started together at the same time and mm -hmm. we have really it's interesting to me that i'm totally different creatively but both of us have worked so hard and stuck to our guns so much that we are still two that are always in categories and yeah. touring and you know it's it's there's not that much room it's not for the faint of heart you mm -hmm. you have to really want it and you have to really self-check yourself through the journey of it and that's the reality it's mm -hmm. not what i've called my mom crying from being on the road 200 days many times you know what i mean there's there's parts of it that aren't pretty but the reward is is great the reward is standing there and saying having a fan say your song changed my life yeah and all of that is worth it mm -hmm. well and, and you talk about carrie and how you guys are constantly in the same you know categories and everything so one thing that i always like to really talk about on this show is women being pitted against each other because it happens so often and it's still happening now and i mean in radio alone like i mean you know you talk about you in country music and radio i mean i'm constantly pitted against because there isn't that much you know room for even radio hosts and so it's always a comparison of her and her and her and her but um and it's been taken me a long time to get out of that headspace and like really just think one thing that I love to promote is if there isn't a spot, then create your own, mm -hmm. you know, and we can all do that. Mm -hmm. But uh, for you, how do you deal with being pitted against other people? And do you even care at this point anymore? I don't. And I, I mean, I think when you're really young and starting, competition feels like a threat. Yes. And now I welcome it. Yeah. Because I want to be pushed. I want to be better. And I'm not going to do that by 
walking around thinking I'm the best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I want when I see Carrie's legs and hear her hit those notes, I'm like, I got to work harder. That's good. I just got to get get after it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. I, I welcome that. Yeah, because otherwise we just become complacent. Yeah, right? I don't want to be complacent. Like yeah. I was just telling someone earlier, I have a room in my house where I put all my accolades. Mm-hmm. I've worked my whole life for oh yeah awards and plaques and whatever it's just I, and it, but it has doors which i love like i can just sort of it's not i don't live in it i just yes kind of oh you can here and there you can make it go like, away oh, yeah, for a minute that was fun next yeah. <laughs> but i hung tapestries up all over that room for writing for this record because mm-hmm. i was like that's all great but that's already done right i gotta figure out so i text my mom a picture i was like i just did this today i just want you to know and she's like i think that's smart you know just yeah. i don't know move forward and I'm not taking away from what I've done. I just Absolutely. took a break from like all that noise and the only way to, to move forward is great competition and just to push yourself. Yeah. So it's, I think, you know, I think that it's healthy when that happens, but it does get, you know, there's no reason to be catty. Yeah. Because if you're pitted against someone, you could both go blaze your own. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, and it, it's so hard to get out of that headspace and to be able to actually truly want to be a part of the sisterhood and support and raise up. And I mean, for me, I don't know how it has been for you, but for me, like I, I always like to admit, like, you know, I support women now and it's become one of my favorite things to do and to raise other people up and give platforms that they might not have other ways. But it was not always like that for me. Like I, because of being pitted against so often, like it was hard and I started not liking other women. And there was a day that like, it just kind of hit me that I was like, what is this helping? Like, what, what am I doing? Like, Mm -hmm. why would I not want to, you know, have a sisterhood? Why would I not want to help others? Why would I not want to see my sister succeed? You know? And it was, it was a long journey after that in order to actually get to a point like this. Do you feel like it's been a long time that you've already been in that headspace of, yeah, sisterhood and I want to support the people who are coming after me? Or do you think that it took you a while to get there? I think it took me a while to get there. I don't, I don't, I think, I think also when you do get some success, you sort of can take a breath and go, yeah, okay, I can look around me now instead of just plowing ahead nose on the grindstone. But then there's also, if you take all the gender off the table, you take away the sisterhood and all that. I've had pistol, we're almost, pistol are almost a decade old. Yeah, that's right. So I've been believing in this for a long time before there was posters about it. You know what I mean? And I will after this whole movement is gone because I just think it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there's like people like Eric Church who I always, we've had records come out at the same time several times and I'm always really nervous because they're really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's album of the year. Damn it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So I love, I, point is I love to be surrounded by people that are better than me. So it pushes me. Yeah, exactly. Well, I heard this thing the other day that like, that really hit me and, um, you know, the kind of the last thing on, on this conversation, but, uh, Privilege has to be extended by the majority. So someone was giving examples of like how we push the needle forward, how we push, you know, for instance, who gave women the right to vote? Men, the majority. Who gave blacks the right to vote? It's it's white people. You know, it's always, mm-hmm. it's the privilege has to be extended by the majority. And I feel like that is exactly what you're doing because you are this tiny minority of a majority of, you know, successful people in this industry. And the fact that you are extending that privilege 
to those that are coming after you, I think is just so important. And and hearing that line the day before you came in, I was just like, I want to tell her that because well, I just thank you so much for saying that. I think that's just so cool. I really appreciate it. You're doing it too. We're we're all in it together. Well, Miranda, I I want to thank you so much for being here, and of course for everything that you're doing, and congratulate you on Wild Card finally out. You guys have got to check it out. It's one of my favorite albums of yours yet. And uh, you know, girl, just keep doing what you're doing, and keep being such an amazing person to represent country music. We we love you. Thank you so much. Good to see you. You too. Yeah, I want to be Miranda Lambert when I grow up, and yet we're almost the same age. But doesn't want to be her by the way we recorded this a day or two before that show where she brought the little girl on stage to sing all kinds of kinds with her and that video went crazy viral so if you were wondering why we didn't talk about that well it's because it hadn't happened yet but i do love that we were talking about little girls who want to grow up to be country stars right before that just so cool now if you haven't seen the video you have got to look it up it is incredibly pure and just so precious all right time for some thank yous first up the one and only miranda Lambert. Thank you to everyone on her team, including my girl LT, for helping to make this happen. Big shout out to the Breaking Through team, Brian Webb and Joey Salvia, for always helping to put this content together. It's a lot of work, y'all, and they make it a lot easier. So thank you. But most of all, thank you for listening. If you get a second, please head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review Breaking Through. It helps us to get more visibility. You know, algorithms, they favor shows and accounts with more chatter around them. So we would just really, really appreciate it. And you can always find me on social media. I'm at Elena D. Smith everywhere. That's E-L-A-I-N-A. D as in dog, S as in Smith. It's easy to spell. I always say it that way. However, I am most active on Instagram. I'd love for you to let me know your favorite part of this Miranda chat. And if you're listening right now, take a screenshot and tag me in your story on Instagram. Chances are I'm going to repost it. All right, guys, that about does it for me. I will be back with another episode next week. And this time I'll be chatting with an Emmy, CMA and ACM award winner. All one person. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Bye from the Westwood One Podcast Network.